following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey together on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bush Light, huge question of the day. You can answer it. It's simple and easy. Not including the Lions, because I think they're going to the playoffs this year. Who gets to the playoffs first, Wings or Pistons? Think about that one. Who gets back to the playoffs first, Wings or the Pistons? You can join in one 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. That's a tough one. Wings or Pistons? I would think Wings. We can throw in the Tigers, but I think they're a long ways away. I think the argument is more Wings or Pistons. Who gets to the postseason first? Answer that. Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's one 866 838 Huge Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. They have local teams that make decisions based on local needs, and you can trust and depend on them. Thank you to our friends from Mercantile Bank. So we'll talk wings with Paul Woods, a wrap-up on the season, a look ahead. He'll join us in about 20 minutes. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com with the latest on Hunter Dickinson. Where is he going? What about Michigan football? Ryan Day's on the CBSSports.com college football hot seat because he can't beat Michigan. My, how times have changed. And Juwan Howard, transfer portal U in Ann Arbor. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com here in about five minutes. Tim McCormick from Valley Sports Detroit. Pistons NBA insider. What about the NBA playoffs? I do love it, man. And you need to do something that 
the NBA is so good during the playoffs, just like playoff hockey is in the NHL. I threw the idea out yesterday, and I think was, yeah, Risden was in studio. We were talking during a break, and, you know, his son Lane plays basketball at Zeeland East, and I had an idea for the NBA, Superfly. What if you did series? So in a weekend at LCA in downtown Detroit, on a Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, or Thursday, Friday, Sunday, you would have Golden State in town for three games. Less travel, you know, with this load management and the wear and tear on players, less travel. If you win a series, there would be a point that would count the same as a win. So now you're creating a reason for coaches to play their starters, right? And you you would figure out a schedule where you go on a West Coast trip and you would do three three-game series. I mean, it's like baseball. If you have the Yankees in town for the weekend or the Red Sox, you're the Tigers, you're going to draw. Why have these guys jumping on a plane, going to another city, and playing the next night in another city? And then the fans, you could get storylines in a series that the wings are red hot or the Pistons can't miss. It's not a bad idea. And by winning a series, there would be a point that counts the same as a win. So by sweeping a series or just winning it, you could get four points or three, which would be like four wins. So there's motivation. And you know it's a game clinching Sunday, and if you win it, you're going to get double. Fans are going to pack the place. I I love that idea. I wish they would do it. There's no need to have the back-to-back nights in other cities. Not when you're playing an 82-game regular season schedule. It's a brilliant plan. I mean, think about what if baseball, they play 162 games, so they do the series. Some will be four games, some are three, and even as low as two-game series. And you could do the same thing with the NBA. So maybe in your division where you create rivalries, there would be more three-game series. And maybe the West Coast teams are two-game series. The NBA regular season and the NHL regular season are just, they're too long. Same with baseball. Baseball should do this the same thing. Instead of having waste games where it's a getaway day and they're going to play everybody on the bench or throw an arm out there that's not any good, start allowing for a bonus win if you win a series. Then you could have a strong finish. You're playing for something throughout the year. Superfly, need to be made commissioner of every pro sports Entity. That's not a beer I'm cracking either. It's not a bush light. I didn't bust open a 30-pack. Even though the people I met at our tailgate on opening day with the Tigers down in Tampa said if you're going to drink a bush light, throw orange slices in it. They call that a Howard City margarita. Uh, oh, Superfly, I know you got friends in Sand Lake and Howard City. Don't, don't give me that look. 
You're up there north of Grand Rapids, Rockford. You're right on the line of no return. You're right on that line where you don't know family member, not family member. (laughs) I think Anthony Broom is going to join us momentarily for the Wolverine. Dot com. I said Paul Woods from the Wings Radio Network. Tim McCormick, I'll get to him about scheduling in the NBA and why the playoffs are fantastic. That's within an hour. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports and our affiliate, the game, 730 a.m. in Lansing. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. And my conversation with Herman Moore, former Lions wide receiver, from our anniversary party at the Collaborative Lab. Just about what? Is that like six weeks ago? Man, it's been a fast six weeks. And also, I'll be with Herman Moore a week from Thursday, first round of the NFL draft inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Lounge at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant. Did you hear about this, Superfly? It's going to be Bill Simonson hosting it. Herman Moore will be on stage with me. Devin Gardner from Bally Sports Detroit, the former Michigan QB will be on stage breaking down the first round of the NFL draft inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Lounge at Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant a week from Thursday, 7 until 8 p.m. will be our onstage pre-draft show. We'll talk about the Lions at 6 and 18. And then we're going to go back on stage during every commercial break during the first round and talk about the picks. And then go in detail on the Lions picks if they stay at 6-18. and 18. That's with Herman Moore. Mr. Gardner, the former Michigan QB, and I'll be the host, the MC. I'm already talking to the DJ. He's going to drop a few rhymes. And I'm going to get up there and go old school. Oh, I'm going to, this is my entry music. Ladies and gentlemen from Grand Rapids, Michigan, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care because you can't stand this guy on the air. (laughs) That'll be cool. It's free and it's open to the public. Circle that. Join us at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Herman Moore, Devin Gardner, and special guest on stage. Ascend Sportsbook and Lounge inside Soren Eagle. I will be the MC one week from Thursday night, 7 p.m. until the end of the first round. You can join us for the draft party in the state of Michigan. Let's go get an update on Michigan football, Michigan basketball, Hunter Dickinson, and more. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders. He is standing by on the roast number guest sign. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. All right, what's the latest on Dickinson? Is it is it a bidding war? Is it uh, he's having second thoughts? Are there so many schools he doesn't know where to turn? What are you hearing? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure to a certain extent, you know, there's a bit of a bidding war going on. I don't know that that's something that Michigan's necessarily involved in or will get involved in a bidding war. I think that there are people interested, you know, there are interested parties in Ann Arbor that, you know, would be willing to put together uh you know, a competitive NIL package for him, but I don't know that 
No, I have some skepticism. This is me, you know, editorializing here. I have skepticism that, you know, there is some kind of offer out there from him that would match what a Kansas or a or a uh, you know a, a Kentucky or one of those blue bloods that are after him would kind of bring to the table. So uh, for now, again, you know, there's a lot of buzz with Kansas. We've heard Maryland buzz, um, given that his old high school coach is now an assistant coach there. Um, so yeah, I, I the window is not closed to return to Michigan. I think that with the roster that they've put together through the transfer portal, I think that makes them a little more appealing than they may have been uh, when he entered the portal. But I do ultimately think that we are trending towards seeing him elsewhere. Well, who do you think's at the top of the list? That if you're from what you know of Hunter Dickinson, that you think is the favorite? Is it? Maryland close to home? Is it Georgetown close to home? Is it Maryland with the Under Armour money that's sitting there possibly? What do you think? I would think, you know, we've heard Kansas is, you know, that, that's a that's a school that is going to be in this right to the very end. I, some, there's something to me about Maryland that, you know, he's always had, there's always been so much, um, I don't know if you want to call it sour grapes or kind of there's been an abrasiveness about them with him, but it, it's one of those. It's almost one of those things where, like, you feel slighted because it's the place that you really would have wanted to go. I mean, that was right down the school, right down the street from where he went to high school, and they didn't. Mark Turgeon didn't recruit him very hard. Now Turgeon's gone, and you know there might be an opportunity there. But yeah, I, I think that you know uh, Kentucky, uh, they're still waiting on a decision from Oscar Shibway. Um If Shibway is gone, I mean, to me, that's that is probably maybe the best fit for him playing for John Calipari. But, um, yeah, those those are probably my three right now. It would be Kansas, Kentucky, and Maryland. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber uh, guest line. From the Michigan football class of 2023, actually it would be yeah, those who would be graduating or done playing going to the NFL. How many – Looking ahead to the draft a, a week from Thursday and a week from this weekend, how many Michigan players do you believe will get drafted that played for hardball? I feel like we're looking at probably eight. I, I think an outside chance at nine. You know, you don't – just depends on what teams see. Um, I think that Jake Moody is going to be a guy who's going to kick in the NFL for 10 to 15 years. It's just a matter of if how many teams believe that and if you're willing to use draft capital on him. So I would safely say eight. I think that – Nine is is very possible, and then we'll see if you know someone falls in love with a, you know, Jamon Green, so to speak, and, and you you take a flyer on him late in the draft just to get him in the building. Uh, if not, you know, we we think he'd be a pretty sought after undrafted free agent. But I, I think it's I think it's safely eight. I think that nine is is realistic. I don't know. You will see about a first round pick. I think that Mozzie Smith, um, there are teams in the back half of that first round that like him. We know that there are teams that like DJ Turner, given the the 40-yard dash. And, and I profiled him earlier today on the Wolverine.com. And you know, I think he's a pretty safe bet to be someone who can be a, a nice number two corner uh, for an NFL roster if you have maybe a more established uh, number one on your team already. So those two guys could be first-round picks. Everyone else, we'll see what happens. And a guy like Luke Schoonmaker could go anywhere from the back half of day two to you know the middle part of, of day three. It's just it's a matter of, of fit and what teams' boards look like. So, um, But I think they're going to have a nice, you know, maybe not quite the high-end 
uh, talent that they sent in last year's draft and that they will probably send in um, this next year's draft. But I think a nice, healthy dose of Wolverines will will be drafted once again. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I'm looking at the calendar, middle of April. Can't wait for football. I told Superfly that before uh, the show started. I did deliver an opening huge opinion yesterday, Anthony. I don't know if you've seen this. CBSSports.com listed Ryan Day at Ohio State, who was a kick away from going to the national championship and probably beating TCU. Because of what's happened and the way Michigan has dominated the Buckeyes the last two years, they've listed him as one of seven college football coaches on the hot seat this year. I, I got a big chuckle out of that. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest here. The fact that you know Ryan Day has had Ohio State, you know, again, not maybe not quite taking the baton from Urban Meyer, but they've only lost I think two games in Big Ten play, and they're both to Michigan over the last two years. So, I would tap the brakes on that, though. You know, that's a that is a, a fan base and an administration that, if nothing else, demands that you beat Michigan. So, if Michigan finds a way to beat them again. You know, I don't know that he'll get fired from there, but maybe it's a, hey, you know, maybe if you get one of those NFL calls, maybe you take it. Um, you know, you look at coaches in this Big Ten conference who are on the hot seat. Um, I, I guess I'm not sure what it would take to put, like, a Mel Tucker there, but if they have a 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five type of year, it's going to be interesting to see what their reaction to that is given, you know, the market value of what they're paying right now. I, I think that um, he's still probably going to get some more leeway to figure it out. Um but yeah, to put Ryan Day at the top of that list is, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that I see that, but maybe, maybe Buckeye fans see it differently than I do. Yeah, but it's a John Cooper mentality. He can't beat Michigan. Look at Harbaugh, the grief he was getting until the last two years when he couldn't beat Ohio State, he couldn't get to the Big Ten title, and he couldn't get to the Final Four. Granted, he's flipped the script, but it shows you how much beating Ohio State means to the Michigan fans from a few years back and what it means to the Buckeye nation. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because like, like you said, they were kick away from beating Georgia last year. And if they're playing for a national title, they probably, I mean, who knows, maybe they beat TCU, but if that happens, then that fan base goes right back to saying, you know, the Michigan rivalry, uh, I won't say it doesn't matter, but they'd still have one over on Michigan. So with, the college football playoff, the Big Ten got two teams in last year. The twelve-team playoff is coming. You know, I don't. I'm, I won't say that that's going to devalue the implications of these rivalries, but you know, Michigan State got one over on Michigan in 2021, but Michigan still went out and beat Ohio State, won a Big Ten championship, and that kind of uh, you know th- that loss isn't isn't as painful as you think it would have been on paper. So. The way that the games and the implications change, I'm really interested in seeing how it's going to change some of these rivalry narratives because there's going to be years where, you know, a, let's just say an, an Oklahoma beats Texas, or a, like a Texas beats Oklahoma, but then Oklahoma goes to the playoff and, you know, makes a run. It's, it's going to be, for me, I'm intrigued by how that's going to change how we talk about um, some of these rivalries across the sport. And I think Harbaugh, this this will be insane, but it will happen, Anthony, that if they don't win the Big Ten title this year, if they don't get to the Final Four and win at least one game and get to the national championship, you'll get people in Michigan questioning Harbaugh and across the country. 
I think that's, you know, there's a fairness to that. I think that there's some validity that, like, you wonder what your ceiling is. I think Michigan is still kind of figuring out um, if it can kick that door down and not just get to the college football playoff, but, hell, maybe win a game, win two games, win the whole damn thing. So, um, again, I don't – it's – I'm still kind of shell-shocked by the fact that we're just a few years removed from, you know, saying that he's not the guy from the job because he couldn't beat, can't beat Michigan State, can't beat Ohio State, and now the conversation is, oh, well, if they can't win a playoff game, what are we doing here? Uh, like I said, the paradigm's changing and the expectations will change, and I'm I'm very interested to see how, where the discourse goes, where the expectations go, because, you know, if you know, even just just take away from take away what Michigan did the last few years. If you just stay what they were, which is winning ten games and getting to a New York New York Six uh, a New Year's Six bowl game, I think a lot of people would still be happy with that. But you know, once you get there, it's like you want you just keep wanting more. So, you know, if they get back to the playoff this year and they lose a playoff game, there's going to be some disappointment there. But I don't know that it goes to full fledged. Um, let's put them on the hot seat. I think that. We probably need to tap the brakes on that sort of chatter for a little bit. His name, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders joining us on the Roast Umber uh, guest line. Anthony, appreciate the update. All right. Thank you for having me. All right, Anthony Broom, uh, checking in. Uh, you want to join in on our Bushlight huge question of the day? Who gets to the playoffs first, Pistons, or back to the playoffs first, Pistons or the Wings? One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Add huge show on Twitter. The huge show on Facebook. Also opt in on the huge text chain. Text the word huge to twenty one thousand. You can join us live in the Mercantile Bank listener line at one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spend the money with and win up to $100,000 cash. Every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m., one winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With the shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. April is Distracted Driving Awareness Month, so the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police has a few tips for you. Keep your eyes off of your phone, off of your touchscreen, and off of your passengers. And keep your hands on the wheel. Simple, right? Yet every day, eight people are killed in distracted driving accidents. Wherever it is you're going, we would like you to get there. And so would everyone else on the road. 
Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Let's go talk to Paul Woods, get a wrap on the Wings season, what lies ahead from the Wings Radio Network, one of the best color commentators in hockey, standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my friend? Real good, huge, and thanks for the uh, good, kind words. That means a lot coming from you. Well, I always appreciate your time and respect what you do. Uh, from last year, I think we did a wrap-up conversation. We talked few times during the season. Uh, what do you think of this past year and the growth of the Wings from a year ago? I think they're way better than they were a year ago, Huge. You know, and the way I look at it, too, is I, I say if this team that we had this year played last year's team in a playoff series, uh, this team would win, like, four games to none. Um, so a lot more structure, a lot more character. And the players that Steve Eisenman, the management team, added during last uh, the offseason, um, David Braun, Ben Gerard, <clears throat> Billy Uso, um, David Braun, those kind of guys really, really helped the team. So we had a shot at this year. We were we were right there for for a, a point, and we sort of hit uh, an important stretch of the schedule, and, and then we didn't play our best hockey, and and that was unfortunate. But to me, it was a good season. It was something to build on, and I think next year we, we stand a, a real good chance to, uh, to make the playoffs. So what's the next level for this team? What's missing, Paul? From you know every game you were there at, what you watched. Talking to people both inside the Wings organization and outside of it, what's missing from the Wings being a just a playoff team again? I'm not even talking about winning a Stanley Cup, but just getting back to the postseason. That, that, that's a huge win if you just get to the playoffs because it's so difficult to do, and all the teams have improved themselves. And we got teams like Ottawa and Buffalo that missed as well, and, and they're hungry. They want to get in, and they've got good teams. But back to your question, I, I just think we got to get better offensively. I think our defense is, is actually pretty good. Um, if, if Simon Evanson makes the team next year, that'd be five NHL defensemen. You got Jordan Oatsley. You've got some other guys can become like six and seventh, but you can add some guys there as well in free agency. Um, but again, the forwards, I think we, we need some some work there. Um, Michael Rasmussen, Robbie Fabry didn't finish the season, so those are two top nine forwards that we missed like the last twenty games. But they'll be back, and again, our younger players are, are getting stronger. But again, free agency there's a Wings have a lot of cap space, so they've got cap space available. They've got lots of draft picks in the first. I think I heard it. They've got actually a 
five picks, I think, in the first 48 players drafted in the first round and a half. So that's actually 10% of the draft they control. So they've got lots of prospects. They've got lots of drafts. They can put uh, packages together, make deals, sign free agents. And Steve Eisman's very, very aggressive, but, he, but he's patient at the same time. Um, he's going to go out there. He had lots of guys last summer. I expect the same thing this year. And again, I think it will be a really strong team when we come back in the fall. Paul Woods from the Wings Radio Network, my man. Uh, we'll talk as we get close to hockey season. Enjoy the off season at the lake, okay? Well, I will. You do all the best to you guys as well. Yeah, Paul Woods, that man, and him and Ken Coward. Forget the fact that they're the voices of the Wings. They're just classy people. You know, you look at Dan Miller and Lomas, Dan Dickerson, Shep, who is a friend of the show in the Michigan Sports Network. You, Ken Cal, Paul Woods. I mean, you know, Mark Champion calling the Pistons, King George Blaha. We are blessed in this state with some great broadcasters, including the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, The Huge Show. Heard on 19 stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or podcast, they are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. And you can catch up and listen on your schedule. And also our free online stream happens weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We are inside the leadership locker room with my good friend, Greg Harris. Greg has a new book out called Sage Advice. And for somebody listening right now, Greg, what's inside that book? Unbelievable clinkers that I learned growing up with my parents and grandparents. Things that they gave me to think about warnings or encouragement. And they go from all the whole spectrum would be sports to life to business to ministry, raising kids. Uh, Some very funny stories, but hopefully things that you can take away and say, I can lead my life better because I read about it and I'm not going to do what Greg did. Whether it's business or your personal life, Sage Advice, the book is for you. Greg Harris wrote it. You can order it today at MaximizeLeadership.com. That's MaximizeLeadership.com. Or get it by calling toll-free, 1-888-308-1600. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. A good friend joining me in studio, Whitney Bell, defensive coordinator for the highly touted Caledonia Fighting Scots 
football program just south of Grand Rapids for our listeners on 96.1 The Game. Whitney also teams up uh, with former athletes, uh, with college coaches, and he does training, and also he has a huge combine coming up on May 6th out in Allendale at Grand Valley, and Whitney joins us in studio. How you doing, my friend? Doing well on yourself, Bill? I'm doing good, bud. All right, so let's talk about this combine. For a parent, a coach listening, a kid uh, who may be a freshman, sophomore, junior to be, a uh, senior to be in high school, uh, describe what's happening May 6th out in Allentale. Yeah, so at, at 2 o'clock, we're, we're going to start the orientation. What we're going to have right now is we have laser time 40s going on. We're doing a, If you ever looked at an NFL combine or watched it, it's going to be very similar platform. So we're going to have a 40 testing. We're going to do pro agilities, L cones, height and weight, broad jumps. And then after we get done with all the testing, we're going to break off into individual drills so they can, they can kind of showcase off what they do, not just running, but from a football standpoint to all the colleges that are going to be there. And, and the great thing is, during that time, all the parents will be in an hour seminar with Dan Fedrosi at Aaron's, and going over the importance of recruiting with social media, I think, is a, is a really big deal moving forward with the changing of the social media platform for kids. So, Whitney, uh, the combine is May 6th out at the indoor facility at Grand Valley State uh, University. It's open to what ages, what grades to be? Uh, incoming freshmen all the way up to incoming seniors. So, and the college coaches, the biggest part compared to other combines you read and hear about is that college coaches, uh, you have a long list of coaches who will be at this May 6 combine in Allendale, uh, Great Lake Ironmen. Uh, what coaches have committed? What schools will be there? So we have uh, the two-time defending, defending national championships. Ferris State University will be in attendance. You're familiar with that school. I, I am a little familiar with that. You played I, there. Played there and coached there back in the day. and Came down on a dog sled. <laughs> Tony Neese told me this story that he, from Sault Ste. Marie, his parents didn't have a car. They came down on a dog sled and dropped him off in Big Rapids, and that was the beginning of the Whitney Bell era. Yeah, it was close to that, similar to that. But well, Sault Ste. Marie, everybody has a dog sled, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's there's a lot of snow up there, and it's, it's still around. But and we have Grand Valley is going to be in attendance, Michigan Tech, Northern Michigan University is coming from the UP, uh, Hillsdale College, Ashland University is coming. You have, you have Hope, Kelvin, um, Trine is going to be in attendance as well. Unfortunately, Division One schools cannot attend due to the NCAA rules. But I've talked a lot with Coach Taylor at uh, Western Michigan University, and I've, I've talked a lot with Central Michigan, and they would like to see the data with all the athletes that, that come and test. Yeah, so what, what will be available for those freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors to be, anybody who will be playing high school football at any level uh, this fall, May 6th in Allendale, uh, if they want to get out there, college coaches, like you said, seminar for parents on using social media to help recruiting. Uh, college coaches that will be there, D1 schools can't. Uh, you'll do drills beyond the typical combine of just running and strength and shuttles. Uh, it's open uh, to everybody listening across the state in the Midwest. So the easiest way to sign up would be what? For somebody that can't write everything down right now, uh, a web address where they can just lock in, get registered immediately. Yeah, you, you go to glironmen.com, and on the website, it'll have... Is that Iron Men or Man? Men. Men. Iron Men. 
And then you go to the website, and it'll have the combine link that you click on that, and then you register, and there's a Google document that the student-athlete needs to fill out, and it's extremely important that gets filled out because we need the Twitter information, your high school football coaches' contact information. So these coaches, these college coaches see interest in you, they're going to want to reach out to your high school football coach, which is extremely important in the recruiting process. So it makes it easier for them to have it all in one spot so they can look at it. GLIronmen.com. Correct. Now, GLIronmen.com, and anybody who's going to be a freshman to a senior the upcoming football season, because he'll be here before you know it. I mean, we're almost to the middle of April, and football teams will start their summer workouts in early June, official workouts in pads in August. So you're, you're what, four months away from pads at the high school level? Close to it, right? Close to it. And there's all these one-day camps that are going to be coming up with your Western Michigans, your Centrals, your Ferris's, Grand Valleys, and Davenports with you know, Coach McEwen is going to be in attendance to this as well. I mean, it's a good baseline to get started. And if some of these coaches come and talk to you afterwards, they might want you to come to your one-day camps. And the more exposure you can have with colleges, the more opportunities you have. So for somebody who's new uh, to this recruiting process, and not everybody knows as much as you do or other coaches or recruiting insiders, uh, this is a nice launching point on May 6th indoors in Allendale at the Grand Valley State University uh, football complex. Uh, Two o'clock it begins, glironmen.com. College coaches will be there. There'll be a seminar for the parents on how to use social networks to help uh, recruiting uh, with their kids and and I think also it's a good gauge where a kid will know where he needs to go right if he's a freshman wants to come out there against a guy this is this is what I got to reach for right 100 percent and you just never know whose eye you're going to turn when you go test you could turn one person's eye and next thing you know that really drastically increases your your stock and wanting to play college football all you got to do is change one person's mind and who you are so May 6th in Allendale on the west side of the state, Grand Valley State University Indoor Football Complex. Uh, you can register any freshman through senior this upcoming football season, glironmen.com. What would you say is the biggest change in recruiting, Whitney, from you going from Sault Ste. Marie to Ferris State University to now uh, being a high school coach, defensive coordinator for Caledonia, fighting Scots, went all the way to Ford Field and the championship game in D1 last year. Uh, what is the biggest challenge for a parent when it comes to recruiting and also for that kid? I think the biggest challenge right now, and I, I would view it more as an opportunity, is the social media aspect that we have now these days with, you know, with your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram, and being able to get your information out to so many colleges, I think is a great opportunity if used the right way. Not understanding that and putting things out there that that may not be for the best interests of the student athlete is a, is a big deal on what you're putting out there because everybody can see it and every college looks at those things. I think it's a great opportunity if used the right way. It's, it's a platform that I would say in the past five to six years has drastically changed. I see a lot of kids that don't do their social interaction on Twitter. It's just basically a football recruiting Twitter handle, right? 100%. Where they they put their name, they put their weight, they put their 40, they put what what they bench, uh, what team they played for, their accomplishments. There's the huddle highlights. Uh, There's highlights of them working out. It's not – I think the kids on Twitter don't do as much social – the high school kids, because they're on Snapchat, they're on Instagram, right? 
TikTok, whatever. I know Whitney's on TikTok. He does a <laughs> different song every day for the defense. He does a clapback dance to it. So absolutely. Oh, yeah, Sault Ste. Marie, the dance halls up there. Hey, they were interesting, man. The people just, uh, you know, once they close, trying to get everybody in the. Uh, sleds and get them home. It's just uh, it's a different animal up there in Sault Ste. Marie. I would agree with that 100%. I will tell you, he's one of the good guys in sports, high school football, uh, played at the college level. Uh, if, you, if you really want to just step into this recruiting realm for the first time uh, with your high school son, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, May 6th a Saturday, correct? Correct. May 6th. Is it a Saturday? It is a Saturday. Okay, well, you're, yeah. It's a Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. May 6th. Indoors at the Grand Valley State University Football Complex in Allendale on the west side of the state. Sign your son up. It's it's pretty inexpensive, too, isn't it? Yeah, it's $125. That's not bad to get the the first taste of uh, of where you are, uh, college coaches there. That, that's not a big number. No, I don't. I don't think it's a very big number. If you take a look at the east side of the state and, and the things they do, um, I would say this price is extremely affordable. So glironmen.com, high school freshmen through seniors, football players for the upcoming 2023 football season. Glironmen.com. That's glironmen.com. Uh, how are the Caledonia Fighting Scots going to be this year before I let you go? Um, I think, like always, you have high expectations going into the season, and we have a lot of very good returning football players coming back. So on paper, you look good, but you, every every season is different. Every player is different, right? So, Damn. i got to tell you something. That coach speak 101 at Ferris where he just aced it. Amazing for Whitney. He just aced that class with the coach. Well, Bill, you know, you got on paper. You know, uh, you don't win championships with a piece of paper. You win it with a big tackle, big play. We'll come back to you. No, where I, are you I, getting I, that southern accent? You're from Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, there's no doubt about it, don't you know, up there. I don't need that. Uh, oh, my God. Get a dog sled with, like, the... Mud flap, ears going down 131 while your dad's trying to drop you off at Ferris for college. Oh, oh man. We, got, should, we should be all right. The Pennington kid is a stud, one of the best linebackers in the Midwest, isn't he? Yeah, he's, at Caledonia. he's special. He's, uh, he, man, he's 6'3", 230 pounds, runs really well. He's going to be back for his senior year, and I have really high expectations for him as, as well as our, our running back, Brock Townsend. Yeah, great running back. Too, and yeah, great coach. Coach Pennington and staff, you do a wonderful job as a D coordinator. Whitney wouldn't surprise me if you're coaching in the NFL one day. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. It would be pretty cool if I got that phone call. but we'll, I think we'll you see. will. I Trust me. I haven't been wrong on any predictions. <laughs> My entire life, Whitney. Well, I hope you're not wrong on this one. I won't. And just keep up the great work with the kids on all levels. May 6th, the Great Lake Ironman Combine, open to any freshman-to-be through senior-to-be high school football players anywhere in Michigan, across the Midwest. You can invite family, friends in for it. glironmen.com. That's glironmen.com. Whitney, I will see you out at the Combine. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate you having me on. All right, Whitney Bell, defensive coordinator for the Caledonia Fighting Scots football program and also one of the men behind uh, that GL Ironman combine, glironmen.com. It is time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, steakhouse and grills. Now you'll find the brands in Bay City for our listeners on 100.9 FM. They have the $6.99 Steakhouse Burger and Fries Basket for lunch every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. 
at all brands locations. So I mentioned the brands in Bay City, if you're listening on 100.9 FM. Brands in Caledonia, just south of GR. Brands in Holland, off of US 31 in James. Johnny Brands in Granville. You also find Johnny Brands on Leonard off of US 131 in downtown Grand Rapids. And Mike Brand Sr. has the brands in Cascade just east of GR. You can order up all your favorites from Brands for takeout or delivery. Just go to Brands.com. And also, if you're thinking about watching the Tigers, who won their opener against Cleveland in the bottom of the 10th, Kerry Carpenter with the walk-off. 4-3 the final. Tigers are red hot. You can watch the Tigers all season long at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You're home for that $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket with fries, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at all brands' locations, including the brands in Bay City. If you're listening on 100.9 FM for the brands close to you, go to brands.com. If you miss any interview, our full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on a Tuesday broadcast presented by Soren Eagle. Don't forget a week from Thursday, the biggest NFL round one draft party in the state of Michigan will be inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Lounge at Soren Eagle. I will be the MC. Herman Moore will join me on stage. Devin Gardner, former Michigan QB. And we'll have more notables in person at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub inside Soren Eagle a week from Thursday night, 7 p.m. Our round one draft preview show will begin inside Ascend. 8 p.m. The draft on all the TVs. They'll have specials and more giveaways. If you're going to be in the Mount Pleasant area or plan on it one week from Thursday night, it's the biggest round one NFL draft party all the way through round one. And then Devin and Herman and I will be breaking down all the picks and we'll have in-depth conversation after the Lions make their two first-round selections. That's Thursday night inside the Ascend Sportsbook with live wagering on the draft and more. And everything in sports at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant. Book a room, spend the night, hang out, enjoy great food. 
your ice-cold favorite adult beverages, and more. Go to SoarinEagleCasino.com, but look for the huge show to be on stage with Herman Moore and Devin Gardner Thursday night, one week from Thursday night. Round one, NFL draft party inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Lounge at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this hour, Tim McCormick will join us. We'll get his thoughts on the NBA playoffs and where he thinks Hunter Dickinson will end up. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports from the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. He's probably a happy man. Kerry Carpenter hit a walk-off homer in the bottom of the ninth. Tigers won the first of two. That doubleheader going on in downtown Detroit, 4-3. Was your final. Tigers get a W. Kerry Carpenter, another walk-off. I said it yesterday. I like the young hitters, Carpenter, Veerling, Riley Green, Torque. I, they found some major leaguers. This is a see-who-can-stay-in-the-big-leagues type of year for the Tigers. They got quality pitching today. You know, they're, they're, they're a team with no expectations, right? Zero. I mean, none. That Carpenter was three for five with a couple of ribbies and a home run and a double. Green was two for five. I give Javi Baez credit. His average is... Up near 200 after 100. Maybe he got the wake-up call after not knowing how many outs were in the game. McKinstry, who they picked up in that trade with the Cubs, he had a couple of hits. It's a nice win. Tigers are 5-9. and nine. Weren't they 2-7, and seven, right? You'll take it. And final pitching numbers. Boyd gave him another quality start. Five innings, five hits. Three runs, struck out four. I'll tell you what, the Engler guy, outside of one outing, he's been really solid. He went three innings today, two hits allowed, two strikeouts. That's like his attitude, then Lang... Got the win with an inning. So, yeah, great pitching. You have the young guys hitting. That that really is the recipe for the Tigers this year. More on the Tigers later in this broadcast. With Stout, we'll talk in about 15 minutes. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com will join us. And my conversation with Herman Moore about his relationship with the Eagle Sportsbook and Casino app and his partnership and the Lions and the upcoming draft, all that before we are done, let's go talk about Pistons and the NBA playoffs. Tim McCormick, he is standing by Bally Sports Detroit, also college hoops analyst. He joins us. How you doing, Timmy? Very well. How are you doing, Bill? Good. How you know if the NBA, like the NHL, could bottle? Maybe it's the fact that the seasons are you know both eighty plus games, but just the difference in pure basketball joy I have watching NBA playoff games compared to the regular season. Yeah, you're exactly right. Part of it is that you know that every team is going to roll out their best players. There's no load management in the playoffs. And it's also set up that you don't have back-to-back. You play a game, you have a day off, maybe two. Um, and, And the thing that gets me excited the most is just sitting back and watching the adjustments, the, the different pick and roll coverages, 
Um, you know, the, the way that Brooklyn double teams Joel Embiid every time he touches it, you just don't see a lot of that. Um, to see Kawhi Leonard playing at his absolute best, um, to, to see the reaction from different injuries, John Moran, Tyler Hero, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, there, there's just uh, there's a lot going on, and, and I, I love playoff basketball. Best NBA team you've seen so far in the playoffs, where you've watched them and Tim McCormick said, you know what, I wouldn't be shocked if they win at all. Who's that team? I mean, until Giannis got hurt, I, I, I've liked Milwaukee all year long. Um, I think that Los Angeles has been fun to, to watch how much they've improved. Um, the play of Austin Reeves the other night, I, I mean, I loved him at uh, Oklahoma, but I never thought he'd be an NBA standout. Um, this is a year in which I think depth is going to come into play more than ever before. With with injuries, that's certainly a factor. But but I I, I watch Phoenix, and they're the team. If, if I have to honestly answer that question, I think that they've got the most upside because they're going to get better and better. And I and I do know that they lost the first game to the Clippers, and that's going to be the great series. It's probably the series that I'm most looking forward to. Tim McCormick, Valley Sports Detroit, Pistons NBA insider, also college hoops on ESPN, joining us on the Roast Umber Nitro Cold Brewed Hotline. want to ask you about the Pistons. Uh, is there a type of coach, as you think about what you watched all year, that a style, maybe you know, picking out the coach is tough, but a style that they need, Tim, that will – Make the Pistons a contender again? Yeah, Ime Odoka. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he brings everything that, that I would want. Um, you know, I felt all year long that, that based on his pedigree as an NBA player, somebody that sat at the right hand of Greg Popovich, um, the way he coached Boston, I think he displayed some, some character flaws and whatever happened with the, the front office um, scandal, but I, I know he's a young man and he's learned a lot. I just, I, I've, I've known him for a while. I, I run the NBA Players Association's Top 100 camp. And in the camp, we have a coaching program in which current NBA players come and we teach them how to coach. And then they coach these rosters. They, they, they yell at the referees, they put in baseline out of bounds, they give motivational talks at halftime, they, they do all of these things. And, and so in the, the, you know, the 15 years that I've been involved in that program, the, the guy that was most impressive to me was Ime Odoka. Uh, just the way he interacted with players, he was no nonsense, but he was fair. He, um, he's all about accountability. I, I would be thrilled if he's the Pistons' next coach. It may not happen. He, they may go in a different direction, but that's the guy that gets me excited. And from a player personnel standpoint, with a healthy Cade Cunningham, for instance, this past year, if Cade Cunningham was healthy, how many wins would you have put on the Pistons' side? 28. And if he's healthy next year, that number may creep up to 30, which doesn't necessarily move the needle for fans that want a team that's competing at the top. But I do think they're making progress. Um, and to put it in perspective, if, if you want to get to the play in, if, if, if that is your goal, um, to, to be in one of the top ten spots, 
you've got to win. I think it was thirty nine games this year, and and I don't I don't see them making a jump like that next year. Maybe not even the next year, but I do think that in three or four years, that this is a team that has a chance to to compete for a home court advantage. So you're saying in a couple of years, based on how they are the youngest team in the NBA, that two years from now they could be set up for a five, six-year run? I believe so. And when you look at OKC play this year, they're younger than the Pistons. And they've got one star in Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Jalen Williams. I love them. And, and uh, Josh Giddy has a huge future. They'll show you right there how quick things can turn around. Um, also, if you look back three years, Phoenix, Sacramento, and Cleveland were all among the worst teams in the NBA. Each of them now is top four in their division with home court advantage and a chance to advance. That's how quickly you can turn it around. So I, I think three years is the benchmark for when I think that the Pistons will be ready to really compete. Tim McCormick. He is from Valley Sports Detroit, also College Hoops analyst. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, uh, if he called you for advice on what's the perfect college fit for Hunter, what school would you recommend right now? Uh, I, I think, I mean, I'm going to say the University of Michigan because I, I believe he's got a chance to go down as one of the all-time greats. Um, but I do understand if he were to go to, to Kansas because – they would compete at the very highest level and, and maybe get to the Final Four. And I think that they could probably pay the most money. I think they've been paying money to players for quite a while. And the truth is that, that if Hunter's not going to be an NBA player, he's got to do whatever he can to maximize his income. Um, maybe he would want to play at Maryland, too, because of the fact that his high school coach, Mike Jones, is the head of their recruiting at Maryland. And with that Under Armour money, they could write a big check, too. Um, so I think those are the three options that will be best for him. Um, and, you know, if he does leave, I would certainly miss him, and I would watch a lot more Kansas basketball because I'm a big fan. But my big concern is that the way that they're building the lineup now, I would be really concerned if he comes back, does, does Terrace Reed leave because there's just so many guys in the front line and that that would really disturb me because I love his future, and and um, I would hate to see him leave for any reason. So there's a lot of flux going on right now, and I have no idea how this is going to look about a week from now. Do you, what's the percentage of uh, just from your observation, or if you talk to anybody, Tim, that Hunter could pull the big surprise and just come back to Michigan? Fifty-fifty. Really? I, I think they're. Yeah, wow. I think. I think that, that he's been in touch with Juwan and the coaching staff. Um, I, I expect him to be on campus in May to finish up his, his degree. Um, you know, I, I, I sent him a couple texts wishing him luck, and he responded right away. And, and I think that if you were leaving, you might just dry up some of the, the relationships that, that, you know, just kind of along the way type of friendships. Um, and he didn't do that. I, I appreciated him, you know, just responding quick. And I, and I do think he has a love for the University of Michigan and would want to finish the job that, that, that he started. You know, when Sam Webb and I on our podcast, we had Hunter on a couple of weeks ago. And, and we asked him what was important. And he said you know, he would love to have 
his number in the rafters with Phil Hubbard and Glenn Rice and, and you know, Kazzy Russell. I think that's important to him. And if he, he stayed two more years, he could have a chance to, to leave as Michigan's all-time leading scorer. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, him coming back would be, when you said 50-50, it kind of caught me off guard, Tim, that, you know, him returning to Michigan, and you're looking at what Juwan Howard is doing right now on the transfer portal trail. I'll give him credit. Uh, it was it looked really bleak, you know, three weeks ago. So, you know, there, there, there are more pieces, I think, right now for Dickinson if he comes back than he had this past season. That's just my, my vibe right now. I, I agree with you. And, and I also think that it would be prudent to not just go and grab every player you can as quick as you can because there, there's a whole group of players that are in the NBA draft right now that will pull out because they don't like their status. And there's also a number of college players that are watching their college team bring in um, all kinds of transfers and they see their minutes going down. Well, there, there's going to be some really good players a month from now that become available. That, that may be too far. Maybe it's two weeks out. Um, Alabama has five guys that have declared for the draft. Some of them are going to come back. Um, Frankie Collins, who was at Michigan originally, he's in the NBA draft right now, but we'll probably pull out. Who knows how this is going to look? It, it, it's something I've never seen before, and, and that's why I'm a little bit unnerved by how it's going to end up. Yeah, it's college basketball free agency, and you know if you're the NCAA and you look back on things with the O'Bannon lawsuit, if you just would have settled and not let it get to the Supreme Court and would have given every college athlete a quality stipend, you would never be in this situation. The transfer portal, uh, I don't like it where guys can transfer in conference. I really don't. Uh, but they're afraid of lawsuits, and that's where we're at today, and you got to live with it, and there's free agency, and Coaches can move freely. Players can move freely. And, you know, the NCAA tournament was still a good tournament. I still watch college hoops, so we'll see where it goes. Timmy, I always appreciate your conversation when it comes to basketball. Good talking to you, Bill. Thank you. Yeah, back at you, Tim McCormick, ESPN College Hoops Insider. And also you see him on Valley Sports Detroit when it comes to the Pistons and the NBA. Speaking of the Pistons, they're part of our Bush Light huge question of the day. You can answer it. Just between the Pistons and Wings, who gets back to the playoffs first? You can chime in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Tigers uh, with a win. Walk off from Kerry Carpenter. Game one of their doubleheader this afternoon in downtown Detroit. 4-3 uh, was that final. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. 
Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives and they can accommodate any group whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration that includes a little business, golf, great food and beverages just go to TullymoreGolf.com that's TullymoreGolf.com they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan less than an hour north of GR get more info at TullymoreGolf.com You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Don't forget a week from Thursday, the biggest round one NFL draft party in Michigan will be at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant. I'll be hosting the pre-draft live show on stage at 7 o'clock at Soren Eagle with Herman Moore, who is a ambassador of their... Eagle Casino and Sports app. Devin Gardner, former Michigan quarterback. You see him on Bally Sports Detroit. He'll be on stage with me. They'll have drink and food specials the entire first round all night long. Book your room at SoarinEagleCasino.com and join me a week from Thursday for the round one NFL draft bash inside the Ascent Sportsbook and Nightclub at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. I mentioned the Tigers won their opener 4-3. Kerry Carpenter with a walk-off homer. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports 
On our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Huge show, tape delayed. It airs weeknights at 6 p.m. on AM 7.30 in Lansing. Stout is standing by. How you doing, Timmy? Sounds like all beautiful people next Thursday for the NFL. I'd rather watch you guys on TV than those guys are going to have on stage in Kansas City. You can give all those guys a hug. You can give them all a hug up there on the stage when they come up. You know what we're going to do is that, so at 7 till 8, we're going to do a roundtable on stage at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant. Then after every draft pick at the commercial breaks, we'll break down the picks uh, on stage and then after the Lions, two first-round picks, if they hold on to both of them, uh, we'll go into it in more detail and then update uh, the picks happening on the TVs. It's going to be a big uh, show. they got a set. They're doing everything uh, top shelf. So I'm looking forward to hanging out with Herman Moore and uh, Devin Gardner. A week from Thursday night, it's open to the public inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant. So what do you think the Lions are going to do in the first round of the draft, Timmy? Well, if you listen to most of these guys, and, you know, a lot of the times, Bill, where mock drafts get screwed up, and I give these guys like Kuiper credit, he's made a lot of money on doing this sort of thing, and he's dead serious, and he's easy to imitate. But what they don't anticipate is a trade that happens right during the evening, and then that backs everything up and screws up everybody from there on. Now, we already know the first pick has been traded. But if you go by what most of these guys say when the Lions have the sixth pick, what the guy from Alabama, who I really like, anybody that plays for Saban and anybody who plays defense for Saban can play. I mean, now they took the you know the receiver from Alabama, and I hope he still you know can get healthy because when he played at his best for Alabama, he was really good. And then he got hurt, and the Lions took him a year ago. But the linebacker, what Will, uh, what is his name? If you listen to these guys, Will Anderson, the guy, what? Yeah, Will Anderson. If they get him, I'd say at the sixth spot, that's, you know, I mean, he, he's a player. I mean, at least he is at Alabama from what I've seen. So it's sound. Look, I'm not an expert. For me to tell you who I think what they're going to, all I'm going to do is repeat to you what I hear from those who get paid to analyze this stuff. And, and again, as soon as there's some kind of a trade or a change like that, then everything else gets backed up a little bit one way or the other. But uh, but I think he, you know, I, I I would think that would excite the Lions fans quite a bit. It looks to me like they're dead serious about improving their defense after what they were able to move the ball. I hope, frankly, for their sake, that they get a legitimate, and I mean a legitimate backup quarterback, because I think they were very fortunate last year, Bill, that they got golf through 17 games. Because you know when they lost Stafford, when he went down during his career, they never won a game the rest of the year. They never won a game the rest of the year. And if the same thing happens to golf, I don't see anybody there that can take the other 21 good players on the field, both sides of the ball, who's going to get them a win. And I don't think they have that yet, whether it's Bridgewater or somebody they draft or whoever it might be. I just think you need to have a backup, uh, you know, who who can stem the tide for a while until you get your guy back. That's my thought. Yeah, I think Bridgewater is the type of guy that they desperately need with everything they're building around them. And we'll wait until after the draft, the salary cap hits on June 1. But uh, Bridgewater, who has started in the NFL, who's won games, I think that's the most important pressing need. Nothing against the upcoming draft, but and not a rookie quarterback or a third rounder. They hope they're going to hit the Brock Purdy sweepstakes and what 
uh, the last guy in the draft did with the Niners last year. But you, you, you have put too much into the first two years to have something better than Nate Sudfeld as your backup QB. And I believe, I, I, I hope maybe, because why they ever signed Boyle or Sudfeld, I don't get it. It's about my only question marks connected to Holmes and Campbell. So we'll see, though, uh, the draft and where Lamar Jackson, if he signs in Baltimore, how that shakes out. Aaron Rodgers finally getting the deal done with the Jets. There's still a lot of quarterback movement, and that's why I think Bridgewater may be waiting to pick his spot, and also he knows he's coveted, so they're looking for top dollar as a backup. Well, even to get Goff out of the game, Bill, late in the game, if they've got a definite win or a definite loss. I mean, I know they protect him, but, you know, he's not the most mobile guy. And, I mean, look, I mean, in the world we live in today in the NFL, when those guys get hit, just look at the seasons that have been ruined for teams that have lost the quarterback, you know, uh, at any point during the year. And I think the problem with Lamar Jackson is, you know, he's such a good runner, but he gets hit. Are you going to give him five years worth of $2 trillion because you know he's not good? I mean, I think teams have pay these guys if they know they weren't going to get hurt but you get guys like Garoppolo and and Lamar Jackson and some of these guys that have been knocked out uh, the guy with the Cowboys those guys get knocked out of the thing and then you're all screwed up the rest of the way I mean even Philadelphia I think Philadelphia and Kansas City one thing that helped both of them tremendously last year get to the Super Bowl they were able to keep their quarterbacks healthy but if one of those guys goes down then what do you got left and and in the Lions case they've They've had enough problems getting a starting quarterback, in my opinion, although I like Stafford because he was durable. But, but they just, when he went out, they just simply don't have a backup. But I think they were 9-8 and eight in large measure because Goff was able to stay on the field. And as the year went along, and he got acclimated, and they got a little bit better, and they got a few more breaks, blah, blah, blah. Then I think that, you know, then they started to fall into place. Now, if they improve their defense and keep the offense going like it is, well, you know, maybe – Maybe maybe there'll be something more to cheer about this fall uh, as well. Tim Stout, we cheer every time I hear Superfly Hayes says Stout on Sports will be on the huge show from our affiliate. The game, 7.30 a.m. You can hear uh, Timmy weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the radio. Also look for him on TV uh, in the Lansing State Journal. Uh, Izzo seems uh, really relaxed right now. You know, your team had an unexpected run in the tournament to get to the Sweet 16. Uh, Stud recruiting class coming in, players coming back. Uh, Tom has a setup which could lead to a possible second national championship that he's coveted. Well, he certainly hopes you're right, Bill. You know, I mean, they, they have not lost anybody to the draft, and he's been selling Purdue like crazy, but Zach Eady today declared for the draft, although don't let that mislead you on any of these underclassmen declaring because a lot of them do it just to get a kind of a lay of the land as to where they are right now and to let the pros tell them this is where you need to be a year from now or whatever. Now, Eady is not high on anybody's draft board, and name, image, and likeness money comes into play right now. And Thomas said he wouldn't be surprised yet and i think the deadline is next week for underclassmen to declare for the draft so he's got two or three of those guys that are still mulling that over but even if they do that doesn't mean that they can't uh come back uh but but to your point he has spoken openly for a hundred years about wanting to like he says a lot of guys have won one national title but there are very few guys that have won two or more and that's on his mind. And I think the one thing that he has felt he has not had in these last three years of 13 losses, each of the last three years, he has not had enough depth at a lot of different positions. Well, if you look at the 12 scholarship players he currently has, 
it's evident that he's going to have depth. How much those freshmen, the four incoming freshmen, figure in right away remains to be seen. And I don't think it's a cakewalk for any of those four to just automatically get playing time because with the guys he's got coming back, Bill, you know, they played pretty well by the end of the year. But they, but they should figure in the playing group, you would certainly think that. Plus, you know doggone well, he's going to have about four or five of those non-conference games are going to be against good teams. He's already got Duke and Arizona lined up, and they're going to be in the gamut games again, and I think they'll be on the road, and they could play somebody like Connecticut. So they could have three or four or five really tough non-conference games. And even when they lose some of those, I never think that, you know, that that to me just strengthens them, tells them right where they have to be. Tom will be the first to tell you that with all of these roster changes in the Big Ten because of the portal and everything else, he can't fully ascertain the 14 teams across the board who's going to have what, when, where, and how, other than the fact that he thinks at the moment anyway, Purdue and Michigan State look to be, again, the top teams in the league. Well, and what's interesting uh, with Purdue, I, I did see that Edie, did he declare? I think he did. He did today. Right, yeah, yeah that's what I today. thought. Right, yeah, so I, but, but, he, he declared for the lot, draft. He did, but a lot of the Purdue people think that's to get a handle on where he stands. Now, remember, Purdue's, you know, it's different. Purdue, you know, he, he could end up like a lot of guys. You know, hey, if you come back, you know, here's what we'll pay you. And, you know, it used to be you couldn't do any of that. Now, you know, you might just go ahead and play both sides and see which one's going to pay you more money. I mean, obviously, he was the college player of the year. And uh, so, I mean, it stands to reason Purdue clearly would want to do what it can to get him back. Because they've got, like Thomas, like Izzo says, they got eight guys back. They won the league by three games. They won the Big Ten tournament, and those guys will all be older, and they've got three very promising recruits coming in. Now, Edie would obviously be the key, you know, for what their hopes are at the same time, but I think that the key date is not next week when these guys declare. I think it's June 1st when you have to pull your name out. If after that date you have not pulled your name out, no, then life goes on, and you're one way or the other, you're done with college, and I think that's going to be interesting in the month of May, you know, when you have the NBA combine and you have these guys trying out and interviewing with these NBA teams to see who stays and who goes, because every year, you know, some of these guys get in and they come out. The the other thing is, who's the Michigan? The Michigan kid, they lost a guy today, too. What is it, uh, Papa Conte? Yeah, he yeah he he has to be let out of his name, out of his scholarship, and he's leaving. I mean, you only can wonder, by the time we get to the start of fall practice, who in the world is going to be on the Michigan roster? Because there are a lot of openings there. Hey, man, I just had Tim McCormick say it's 50-50, Dickinson could come back. That's I, I didn't think it was that high. Uh, of a number, so we'll see. Timmy, I got to get to a network break. Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy summer when it returns. Okay, big boy. Talk to you soon. All right, Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. in Lansing on our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. Huge show is heard. Tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. on a.m. 7.30 in the capital city. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. Two. Right side, there it is! 
Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time for another True and Blue segment on the Huge Show across Michigan. We partnered with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, and every week at this time, we talk about some of the great stories connected to the brave men and women in law enforcement all across this state. And today, it's a privilege and pleasure to have the police chief of White Lake Township, Dan Keller, join us on another edition of True and Blue on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome in, Chief. Hey, huge. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You know, I was looking at uh, your bio. You just celebrated your 25th year in law enforcement. You've done everything. Patrol officer, detective, a student resource officer, very important at schools, a sergeant, a lieutenant, past president of the Oakland County Association of Chiefs of Police and the current treasurer. Uh, You have a long list there. Uh, with a life that you've given to law enforcement. What made you get into law enforcement, and what's been the highlight of your career so far? So I've, since I can remember, I've always wanted to be a police officer. It's just one of those callings that you get, and I, it, it, it never swayed. Um, I remember uh, a detective from Grand Rapids, because I'm from Grand Rapids, detective from Grand Rapids PD came in as a freshman when I was in high school, and he gave a 10-minute speech, and I was hooked. Uh, you didn't have to say anymore, and and it, it it's just a drive that you have. Um, and I've always wanted to be one. It's a it's a great uh, great law enforcement is great to be in. Well, what out of all the jobs I've listed, and even more on your resume, chief? What prepared you to become a police chief? Well, what job? So I it, the culmination of all of them prepared me to be a police chief. That's why I did I did as much as possible. I wasn't just a patrolman or I wasn't just a detective. I did several different positions so I could incorporate what I learned in those positions to become a better leader and a police chief. 
One thing I've noticed in all my conversation with the men and women connected to law enforcement in Michigan since we started True and Blue back in February, community uh, is a key word. Community policing, relationships with local communities across the state. And you have a fabulous story uh, connected to somebody there uh, in your community. Let's talk about Diane Gordon. Oh, I love love Diane. She's an angel. A uh, little backstory on, on Diane. She's she's about sixty five years old, and about a year ago, uh, she works for a local uh, grocery store in White Lake. And about a year ago, she lost the use of her car. It broke down, and she couldn't afford to fix it. So she would get up, walk a mile and a half to work, work her eight hour shift, and walk a mile and a half back. So she would do that every time, and it's been she did that for a good year. Um, and about January, mid-January this year, she was walking home, and it was an especially cold day. So there's a gas station that's halfway between her home and uh, the grocery store. So she stopped in to warm up, and as she was walking in, she found a plastic bag uh, full of cards and money and checks. And she, so she grabbed it, picked it up, went inside, and asked the the, uh, the gas station to call the police so she could turn it over and, and make sure that it gets or we get it to the rightful owner. So uh, she turned it in, and you mentioned Diane walks back and forth to work every day. So the police department, led by you, White Lake Township, decided to have a fundraiser and through the White Lake Police Foundation, raised about 85000 You were able to re- repair her residence, purchase her a car, and set up uh, a couple of CDs with a local bank so she can be secure for years to come. All that, you talk about paying it forward on steroids. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that's, that's right, huge. So when, when someone, because she could have easily taken that $15,000, put it in her pocket, walked home, and started looking for a new car or for a used car. She could have easily done that. No one would have been uh, the wiser. So it ended up being uh, a couple just got married over the weekend. And it's a young couple, and uh, some of the family members are bringing uh, the presents and the money back to their residence. And uh, it fell out of the uh, family member's pocket into that into the parking lot. Um, and like I said, she could have just picked it up and kept going, but she didn't. She did the right thing. And she, even though she had hardships, she still did the right thing. And that, that warms my heart because good people are good people and you want to support and help the people who are good and that need help. And she did. And we could see it and you talk to her. And it's just, she's, she's such a good person. So I worked with the Zot Automotive Group uh, through the White Lake Police Foundation uh, and to get her a car. So we decided one of the wives in, um, in the police department said, Hey, I want to start a GoFundMe page. I'm like, absolutely start that page. So I want the White Lake Police Department, the police foundation to support that. So we called local, uh, TV stations and radio stations and they came out and we did the story and then, and the GoFundMe page took off. Uh, we hit local businesses that, that are supportive of the police department that know who we are and know that we want to help the community. So we, we did that and the money just kept coming in and coming in. And so we got her a car, her house, we got her new windows, oh. uh, carpet, new appliances. Mm. Um, and then we put gave, gave, put some money in the CDs so she would have money to come, like a one, two, three-year CD, so she would have money in the future uh, so she would be stable. Think about that. You're Diane Gordon in White Lake Township, Michigan. You're walking back and forth to work because your p- car broke down. You want to keep money coming in. Things are tight. You're older. You find fifteen grand. Could have been probably six months of living well, 
you decided to do the right thing. And by making that move, you end up with a new car, repaired residence, money in the bank, and 85 grand raised through the White Lake Police Foundation. Now, that's part of that connecting the community that I'm feeling all across this state. Uh, the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, uh, they work together uh, to help people on a daily basis. Not everybody gets 85 grand. Somebody could get their life saved. Somebody uh, calls police because they need help. Uh, there are so many different ways of connecting to communities across this state uh, for police departments like the White Lake Township Police Department. Before I let you go, uh, let's talk about an officer you have, somebody on your staff uh, that has done something special uh, that you're really proud of. So I, I will tell you what I'm most proud of. It's, it's not just one officer, it's all of them. So they're all, when I hired uh, the young officers in and they grow to be excellent police officers, they are all uh, want to be involved in the community. So I want to hire officers that believe in not only White Lake, but believe in helping the community to make it a better place to keep White Lake safe and prosperous. So I'm, I'm proud of the men and women that work for White Lake Township Police Department because they are community focused and they, they want to make sure that uh, White Lake is the, the best and safest place to live. He is the chief of police for the White Lake Township Police Department. Dan Keller is his name. He's joining us on another True and Blue segment presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. And remember, over 4,000 law enforcement openings across the state. So you could Google White Lake Police Department. You could stop by, fill out an application all across the state, wherever you're listening, whenever you hear this. uh, Google your local county sheriff's police department. Go to the stateofmichigan.gov if you want to make a move to try and become a state trooper. So many opportunities right now. Over 4,000 openings. Uh, Men and women who protect and serve on a daily basis like Dan Keller and his team at the White Lake Township Police Department. Dan, appreciate the conversation here on the HUGE show across Michigan. Look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, back at you, and thank you for protecting and serving on a daily basis. Dan Keller, police chief for the White Lake Township Police Department, joining us on another edition of True and Blue, presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. A reminder, if you miss any huge opinion, interview hour, or full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. 
Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan Hour number three with Superfly Hazen as our executive producer on the only show willing to tell like it is. Also the only statewide syndicated afternoon radio show heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Tigers won the opener. Their makeup double header game and day playing two back-to-back with Cleveland and downtown Detroit. Kerry Carpenter with a walk-off homer, 4-3 the final in nine earlier today. Inside this hour, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders with an update on Michigan hoops, football. We know it will be here. We're halfway through April. And then my conversation from our fourth anniversary with the Michigan Sports Network video show we did from the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park here on the west side of the state. I thought seeing I'm going to be with Herman Moore and Devin Gardner in the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub a week from Thursday night for the biggest round one NFL draft watch party in the state. Lions have two first round picks. It will begin at 7 p.m. When I'll be on stage with Herman Moore, the former Lion, and Devin Gardner, the former Michigan quarterback, and you see him and hear him on Bally Sports Detroit, we'll be breaking down the first round throughout the night, the Lions picks, drink, food specials, and more. They can wager on the draft and all the sports at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub inside the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Join me a week from Thursday night. Everything begins at 7 p.m. inside the Ascend Sportsbook. So my conversation with Herman about the draft, about the Lions, and his relationship with the Eagle Sportsbook and Casino app. That will be coming up at the bottom of the hour. We also threw out our Bush Light huge question of the day that you can answer. Pistons and Wings, only those two teams. Who gets back to the playoffs first? Voice your answer on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Pistons or wings? Mercantile Bank Hotline, 1-866-838-4843. By the way, Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Local team members you can trust and depend on, and that's more important than ever before. It's been a quick-moving show. I love the Carpenter swing to win that game. I, Like I, I said all along, since the season started, through the ups and downs, and they've had three straight walk-offs. For your Tigers. I, I like Torque. I like Green. I like Carpenter. I like Viraline, Maton. Boyd pitched well today. 
they're doing as good as they can. And, you know, when bias starts to hit, you in a, when I say and start to hit, he's hitting a buck 86, but at least he's putting the bat on the ball after that base running blunder got his attention. So they are who they are. I really think this is about Scott Harris, a new president's going to look between the arms and bats, minor leagues, major leaguers, who can help me in 2024 through a whole season, not a call-up in September, and then he's going to go out and get free agents to fill in the other holes. He has to. They, they can't go through another three, four-year rebuilding restart. But I like what I'm seeing. Let's go talk to Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Get an update on Harbaugh, Michigan football, Howard and Michigan hoops, Hunter Dickinson. Uh, it was interesting. I had Tim McCormick on, Clayton, about an hour ago. And I said, hey, what's the percentage that Hunter Dickinson comes back? He said 50-50. Wow. Yeah, I would, I'm probably a little bit lower than that just because I'm always scared of when Kansas jumps in the mix. Um, and that's going back years and years. I mean, you even look at when Jawan Howard was hired, Jalen Wilson, who they had signed, a really elite kid who won the national title for them last year in the starting lineup, and he releases, he gets a release from his national letter of intent after John Beeline left, and you heard some rumors that you know he didn't really even give Jawan Howard a chance once Kansas came calling. So it, it's things like that that make me a little bit wary. Uh, sounds like he will go there on Thursday for a visit. He went over the weekend back near home, which is Alexandria, Virginia, but to Georgetown in Maryland. Uh, took unofficial visits there. So we shall see. Uh, the word is that Michigan could get the last pitch uh, and, and get that coaching staff in front of him. And obviously he loves Michigan. He loves Ann Arbor. Um, so that could draw him back, you know, if he's seen some other schools. But I don't know about 50-50 for me. I mean, I respect anybody's opinion, but I would keep it more maybe around 25%. I wouldn't expect that to happen. All right, so with no Dickinson, what does that do to Michigan's basketball season this fall with what's coming in and what's leaving? Yeah, it's really interesting with the front court because I don't know if you saw today too, but Papa Conte, uh, their highest-rated signee in the class of 2023 coming in here this summer, uh, asked out of his national letter of intent, and that was kind of – you know, there were rumblings about that for a couple of weeks here, potentially with some academic stuff where he wasn't going to get in or, or something like that. Don't have it totally confirmed, so don't want to, um, you know, say for certain what happened. But he was set to come in at six foot ten and, and play kind of the backup center spot. Uh, and now you're a little bit more thin there. Terrace Reed Jr. is going to be a sophomore, and I think he's got a, a lot of potential. Um, but there's not really much depth and, and many other numbers there. Uh, they are looking to bring in Olivier Kamwa uh, from Tennessee, trending pretty heavily with him. Uh, a six foot nine forward who would mostly play the four, but could play the five as well. So that could add a little bit more depth for Michigan in the front court. But it's definitely going to be a different looking team. I will say this: um, you know, you don't feel as good about the center spot without Hunter Dickinson there. But at the same time, I think Michigan's going to be more athletic with some of the guys they're bringing in. They could be better defensively, so you might win a different way if you're Michigan. Um, and I think Jawan Howard's done a pretty good job in the portal where I feel a lot better about this team than I did two weeks ago, and we will see if they land Kamwa or if they make any other moves here in, in the weeks to come. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us. So a year from now, are we going to talk about Michigan back in the NCAA tournament? 
uh, top five in the Big Ten, or will it be worse? It's it's tough to say at this point just because we don't have the finalized roster. I mean, let's say Hunter Dickinson does come back. You know, it could be a totally different answer. Um, I think this team, as it's as it's looking right now, and again, it's not final, will probably make the NCAA tournament, I would say. It's going to be more veteran as well on top of just more athletic and, and better on the defensive side. But I think Joan Howard realized they had the 310th. Uh, they ranked 310th in the country in Division One experience last year. And it was the oldest year in college basketball history with the COVID year. So that was quite, you know, two things converging at once that I think really hurt them. And you had an injury to one of your most experienced guys in Jalen Llewellyn. Now he's looking to bring in some more veteran pieces that have been there, done that. Uh, I think that can help this Michigan team where you won't see as much inconsistency. Uh, There's still question marks for sure, but I think there are less, um, you know, than probably last season. And uh, we'll see how it shapes out. But I think Michigan could make the, you know, probably will make the NCAA tournament. Um, but there's just so much, so much still uh, between now and next March. But I, I think, you know, with, with this being a more veteran team, uh, it'll have a better chance to kind of come together and, and be more of a force in the Big Ten and, uh, and chase teams like Michigan State that have a lot coming back. It'll be interesting, man. You know, a surprise of Dickinson returning would be amazing if somebody stepped up with the NIL money. Uh, we'll see. I, I think it's a uh, – is it a hot seat year? Yeah, because if he's not in the tournament next spring, I there's going to be a big push for him to go the other way and uh, for Michigan and Ward Manuel to make a change. But that's – you know, when you're making big money and you're at Michigan and – you're at a Power 5 school. It works that way in basketball and football. Speaking of football, Clayton, uh, the offseason with spring ball behind them now, what do you think is the focus for Michigan now until fall camp and when they start fall camp? Yeah, um, they're going to have a little bit of time off in May, but I'll say this uh, you know, immediate future here. The transfer portal window just opened up on, on Saturday, and I'll be interested. That hasn't, hasn't been – too many high-profile guys that have entered and much quieter than back in December and January when the first window occurred. Uh, but, you know, does Michigan see someone out there that they like and try to add maybe what they feel could be the missing piece? Is that a kicker? Is that a wide receiver? Is that a corner? Uh, I could see something like that happening. So maybe in another addition, you'll probably see a handful of guys leave through the transfer portal, which is, you know, it used to be all, all you know, you know, people would panic like crazy when, when a couple guys would leave through the transfer portal or before the portal, but now it just kind of happens. I mean, you know, you got guys that probably won't get enough opportunity and they want to go somewhere else. And then you fill those needs, uh, you know, through the portal yourself. And it just kind of goes that way. So I think we will see some movement there. Um, But for me, it's the biggest thing is watching this Michigan team. And Jim Harbaugh said in the spring that he hasn't seen much entitlement yet, uh, you know, but can they keep that going? Can they keep that chip on their shoulder? throughout the offseason, continue to work for all those goals. I believe that they will, and they have so much so much uh, coming back, but uh, you just got to keep that edge to you, uh, something that Michigan had the last couple of years, really had a lot to prove, and you know uh, that's got to be the case here as well. Uh, they'll also be heading out on their team trip to the East Coast, New York, Washington, D.C., Gettysburg, Cleveland, and Canton. Uh, starting in late April, early May. So that will be interesting. And uh, the Wolverine.com will be at all the sites uh, covering all of that. So excited to, to get some 
interviews with the guys, talk to them, and get some more, gather more, uh, you know, about the vibe of this team as they head into the summer and summer workouts. Yeah, when Chris uh, joined us last week or two weeks ago uh, before opening day, he talked about uh, that all three of you, Anthony, yourself, and Chris, are going to follow the team to all those historical monuments and be able to get casual time, which will give all three of you and the Wolverine.com a pretty good read on where this team is at. For sure. I'm super excited. We did a little bit of it last year when they went around the the state of Michigan, actually came out to Grand Rapids uh, and and saw them uh, at a couple different stops. And just just to kind of get that feel of the team. And and that's one thing, you know, from a selfish standpoint. But the other thing is just to watch those kids enjoy uh, the experience at the Gerald Ford Museum on the beach uh, out in Muskegon, going up north and experiencing things that a lot of us who grew up around here we're able to do in the summers uh, throughout our time. So they got that experience. This will be a really cool one. Um, and, and uh, you know, I'm excited to see the Pro Football Hall of Fame, things like that. But they're going New York, I mean, D.C., to get a tour of the White House and go to the Capitol, Gettysburg. Uh, I'm interested to see what, what that will be like. And then um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and, and Pro Football Hall of Fame will be really, really good for this team. And, and uh, I think you mentioned it, uh, Huge. I was listening a couple weeks ago, but – some of the senior leaders on that team last year said, hey, COVID's over. Can we do a trip again? And they love this stuff. So uh, Jim Harbaugh happily obliged, and uh, they're back to their annual tradition. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, and when you look at uh, this trip, which, by the way, what are the dates that they're going on this week-long extravaganza? Yeah, all I can really say is late April, early May, right at the end there. The, they don't want us necessarily with the, the dates yet just because uh, uh, they don't want – maybe people following around that, that aren't supposed to be. So, uh, but yeah, it's coming up here in, in about a week and a half, Bill. They don't want people following them. That, I mean, Clayton, Anthony, and Chris, it's kind of like the Beatles invading Shea Stadium back in the day or the Backstreet Boys before a concert or even Taylor Swift. I, I, I think they're the Swifties. Clayton, Anthony, <laughs> and Ballas. Oh, my God. There. Uh, we can't divulge where we're going to be. I don't want the Clayton Safety fan club following me to Gettysburg. It's not me. It's the program. No, you're, you're saying it's you. You're worried, <laughs> no. about, you're worried about getting followed. I, I, no, I, you, can, you can text me the dates. I won't say them on air. I got you. I got you. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, you know, who knows who could be listening? Ohio State fans, Michigan fans. Actually, to be like honest with you, I'll tell you why I want the dates. You can text them to Superfly because yeah. um, I'm trying to set up our Tellymore uh, Spring Football Summit with Ballas, Ooh. and I want that's the only reason I want it, okay? I don't care who's stalking you. you and Anthony Broom. He has a whole list of girls who stalk him, and Ballas <laughs> is borderline Elvis in Ann Arbor, Washtenaw that's County, right. maybe a little bit even outside of it. I'll go – Southeast Michigan, all the way down to Toledo, Monroe, Adrian. My God, that guy, he's playing every casino singing Elvis songs. Thank you very much. I'm Chris Ballas. Northview loves you. Right. That's how we're paying for the trip. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, he's Magic Mike 3, the Gettysburg edition with Ballas. Wow. That's awesome. All right, so away from the trip and everything, from yeah. a pure football standpoint, out of every team Harbaugh has had at Michigan, Clayton, going at the same time of the year, so, you know, end of April, early May, yeah. spring ball behind them, 
Where does this team rank on paper with any team Harbaugh has had in Ann Arbor? I think it's got to be the best on paper um, in terms of talent, especially at the, the key positions, and then depth. I mean, I think he's really built this into his deepest team. Again, on paper, you got to see how it shapes up once the season comes, once they get to fall camp. You know, can they stay healthy? There's so many different factors. How good are the the opponents, you know, do you run into a game that, that trips you up, that sort of thing. But on paper, on April 18th, um, it's I think it's got to be his best. I mean, it, it, it's his best that he's had at quarterback. I think offensive line is right up there. They've had a couple of good ones the last two seasons. But running back, you're right there. Uh, you know, wide receiver, I think, is comparable to some of his better ones. And then defensively, the talent. You know, maybe there's not a Jabril Peppers or a Devin Bush on this team, but uh, overall talent, I think it's it's really, really high, and you could see a, a first-team All-American type and, and Will Johnson at the corner spot, things like that. So there's there's you know I, I would put it right up there at number one. Then um, you know you got to go out and prove it though, and there are going to be other teams that are gunning for your spot now. The targets on their back, and, and can they go out and perform with that? Can they keep that edge as I talked about earlier? You know, in 2021. All the focus was on turning things around after that disastrous 2020 season, beating Ohio State. Uh, then last year, you know, they wanted to do it again and prove they could they could win a second straight Big Ten title, win in Columbus. This year, they want to get over the top and win the national championship. Um, so seeing that progression and how it'll play out will be really fascinating. But on paper, on April 18th, barring health, uh, I think this should be Jim Harbaugh's best team. And uh, that's what I think makes it so exciting. Michigan's never won three straight outright Big Ten titles in history, a little skewed there because of the Big Ten championship, and they, they tied for some, but they're going for something historic here, and I think he's got the horses to do it. Well said. Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Michigan Athletics 24-7 at the Wolverine.com. Always love our conversations. Clayton, we'll talk before you guys leave on your trip. Awesome. Have yeah, a text, text the dates to Superfly. All right? I got you. All right, because I got I'm, I'm trying to arrange the Tullymore Spring Football Summit with Skeen and Ballas, and getting those guys together on their schedules is like trying to book Taylor Swift at Van Andel Arena. <laughs> there you go. I got you. I'll text them right now. All right, and let me know if all those girls are just running you and Broom and Ballas over. I, we'll work on security. All right. Be perfect. We'll get Taylor Swift's crew. Well, you will. They're just rock stars, man. TMZ is going to follow you three. That should be interesting if you got to stay out of jail. All right. Thanks, Clayton. Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Check it in on the Roast Umber. Guess on Roast Umber uh, is a coffee company based in Michigan. You can look for it in local retail stores or online at RoastUmber.com. They do it differently, and also they have their Nitro Cold Brew which is the official wake-up drink of the huge show. Go to RoastUmber.com to find out more. That's RoastUmber.com. Next segment, Herman Moore will join me in my conversation from our fourth anniversary on the Michigan Sports Network show at the Collaborative Lab from about six weeks ago. I'll be with Herman and Devin Gardner on stage for the biggest NFL draft party in Michigan one week from Thursday. The Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. It's free. It's open to the public. It will begin at 7 p.m. with an hour Q&A on stage previewing 
Round one of the NFL draft, focusing on the Lions' two picks currently at 6 and 18. Herman Moore, Devin Gardner, I'll be the host. They'll have food and drink specials. You can book a hotel room at the fabulous Soren Eagle Casino and Resort and make it a night or a weekend. We'll break down all the picks, focus heavily on the Lions' two picks. It begins at 7 p.m. a week from Thursday night inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Herman Moore, Devin Gardner on stage. And speaking of Herman, my conversation with him about the Lions, about the draft, about where they're at and his relationship with Soren Eagle and the Eagle Sportsbook and Casino app. We'll hear from Herman next. That will be just in a few minutes. We'll get Herman on Superfly. We're going to have him, right? You're working on it. You weren't paying attention. I'm doing the show. It's like we're taking a 777, taking off. You're the co-pilot, and you're checking your text. We can't do that. We're a professional show with 19 affiliates. That's 19 affiliates, Superfly. I might have the wrong... I might have the wrong pod. <laughs> I might have the wrong. Hold on. I'm not going to blame you, but there is a slight chance that I had the wrong button pushed. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. In the den. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at... Bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. We are one game deep into this three-game series with Cleveland and one of 13 against the division rival. In other words, a long way to go. But it serves as a reminder of how important these division games truly are. Last year, Detroit closed 34-42 and against the AL Central. The Guardians, on the other hand, used a 47-29 and divisional mark to run away with the title. It's important to note every divisional winner in baseball last year, except Atlanta, owned the best record within its own division. In 2021, every division winner carded the best divisional record. The Tigers have lost the season series in each of the last seven years to Cleveland. Things have to change, and it can start right now. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. 
At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank. Member FDIC Equal Opportunity Employer. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spend the money with and win up to $100,000 cash. Every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m., one winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. I do want to apologize for Superfly pushing the wrong button three times prior to that last network break. Okay, I'll own it. I thought the other light on the board was up. I'm not going to get too technical. That's the only time I'm admitting a mistake ever. It's not Superfly. He's an easy target. I can just blame him when things go wrong, but I'm maturing now. Feels good at 61 to finally start maturing. I'm digging it. Speaking of years and numbers and birthdays and anniversaries and everything going on, about six weeks ago we had our fourth anniversary on the Michigan Sports Network celebration and live video stage show at the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park. And Herman Moore joined us, talked about his relationship with Soren Eagle and the Eagle Sportsbook and Casino app and also the Lions and the upcoming draft. And then last week when I was named the host of the NFL Draft Watch Party by Herman Moore and his team, including Devin Gardner, a week from Thursday night in the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant, 7 p.m. until 8, we'll be on stage breaking down the Lions, two picks, the draft, and we'll go through and comment on every pick. In-depth coverage of the Lions, two first-round picks. It's an all-night party with food and drink specials, and you can wager on the action inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant one week from Thursday night, 7 p.m. It will all begin. And here's my conversation from early March at that anniversary celebration with one of the greatest receivers ever to wear a Lions uniform. I want to welcome in uh, one of the greats uh, in Lions history, Herman Moore, uh, to our fourth anniversary huge show. How you doing, my man? Hey, you know what? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on the Lions and what this season was like, and we'll get to your partnership uh, with the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app in a moment, but uh, the Lions, what they did to close out the season, 8-2. and two. Uh, what, do you, what did you think of that, and where do you think this team is going? Well, right now I think the team is is building on something pretty special. Uh, if you look at really where this team started, and you have to go back beyond just this past season, even though they wrapped up at 8-2, and two, and look at the progress they were making coming out of the 2022 season. 
that led them uh, down the path of, uh, you know, having that such a successful campaign. You know, the first year that Dan Campbell was there, uh, a lot of people were kind of concerned. Then you go through year two, and then all of a sudden this team is now starting to make some strides. And I see the biggest thing that I, I if I had to point to one thing, is just the way they developed a lot of their talent. A lot of goals, I give a lot of kudos to coaching staff, um, to the way in which they didn't have to overpay for players. And it feels like the players that they did get, uh, they got the most out of them. They moved them all up another level. So I'm, I'm very excited uh, for what we saw, the development of the defense, a little bit more aggressive play uh, along the defensive line. The secondary became very good at takeaways. Uh, and then as you go over to the offensive side, it just came together. It was a perfect storm. And Jared Goff uh, played well receivers and then you got a, a stellar running back um in swift and also you had in jamal williams but uh the, the offensive line i think are are really the, the trench guys did it did a tremendous job for them herman moore uh, joining us here on the fourth anniversary of the huge show on the michigan sports network from the collaborative lab in comstock park and herman has that relationship uh, with the eagle sportsbook app we'll talk about here uh, in a few moments uh, i think they're on the verge herman of something great and I know on air last week, without being under the influence of Bud Light, I said two Super Bowls, two Super Bowls in the next five years. Now, you had some of the best players ever, Barry and the crew and Perryman and Lomas around you. But I'm looking at Sheila Hamp. I'm looking at Holmes in that front office with Dorsey and guys like Spillmaker or Spillman. And I, I look and I see Campbell and his staff. I look at the talent, both young and experienced in golf. And I really think they are set to join the upper echelon in the NFL. Would you say I'm spot on crazy or I'm close? Um, I'll say that you're, you're spot on in that they are a team that should contend. Uh, as far as taking them all the way to the dance, two of the, you know, two of those five years, that's a, that's a tough feat. It doesn't matter who you have. You can have the best team and you can start out with the best players uh, every game has to be played and won. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, I think you're, again, you're, 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 you're going on the right path in that first and foremost, can this team compete? Uh, can this team be a team that's got to stay number one or number two at the very least in the NFC North? I favor them. Um, look at them to be favored to win the NFC North. If not, the very least is to finish second in a very competitive second um, uh, coming into the 2023 season. And then if and when they get into the playoffs, I, I see this as being a team that can win one to two games. So if they could ever get home field advantage, I will back you on that and say they have a, an excellent opportunity of going to the Super Bowl. But it, it's just one of those things. They're, they're always still a player here or there. Every team is away, even as great as we were as a team. If Barry goes down or you get a, a key lineman that goes down, it could wreck uh, an entire unit. And for this case, I look at Jerry Goff as being really that catalyst and that person that has made a tremendous stride in last year's season uh, that is going to be a key contributor to what happens next. They're going to get Jameson Williams back, but that's only one part of the offense. Defensively, uh, I think they're going to be solid, uh, but they still going to have to play well. We saw they were had some exposure in the secondary. So this team is there, uh, but, you know, I would love to have the same Kool-Aid you're having. And I've had it for quite some time during my entire career. And I, I still drink it. And I still believe this is a team that is destined to have a Super Bowl at some point. 
It's a new Bud Light Kool-Aid they haven't released yet with Fabiato Brothers in the Detroit area. It's kind of a, has a blue, light blue flavor to it. And when you drink it, they win every game. It's amazing uh, from our friends at Fabiano Brothers. I just like where they're at. This is the first off season. Going back to back in the day, even with you and Barry, I would always say something about do they have enough coaching to get this team uh, to the Super Bowl? Is the front office strong enough? Was ownership too involved? Uh, this is the first off season, Herman, where on air on the huge show across Michigan on the Michigan Sports Network with friends at games at Tin Roof when I'm there with Bud Light before games. This is the first off season where I feel extremely comfortable about everything connected to the Lions. Now, does that make me crazy or am I spot on? On on that one, I'm also going to have to give you spot on. Uh, This is probably one of the most complete uh, time, I guess in times in which I've seen this team most complete, meaning the front office seems solid. The scouting has been solid. Uh, I think those that are in the administrative power positions, your GM and your president, they are solid. Uh, I, I look at your coaching staff and, and those that are leading the talent, they're solid. And then when you look at the players and you look at the team, they're solid. So you're spot on in that this is a team that is probably one of the more complete top to bottom uh, upstairs and downstairs and on the field that I've seen uh, probably since our, our time back in the nineties, when we went to, you know, five, six playoff opportunities uh, there with one win. So this is a team that has an opportunity to do some very special things. Again, though, you, you have to keep players healthy, which I think the schedule permits for that. The training schedule permits for that. Uh, but also how do you keep them motivated and keep them together as, as you start to build on that success? That's also some of those intangibles that get missed sometimes when you're building uh, a legacy program. But uh, from all indications of what we've seen, uh, you're, you're, you're spot on. And I think those that you're having conversations with, um, they should feel very good about where this team sits right now. Yeah. By the way, North Muskegon police chief Ed Viverette just drove up the squad car when this show is over at the collab lab. We're going up and down Woodward Avenue for five years until there's a celebration with the Lombardi trophy with the lions. Uh, Herman Moore, uh, you see his face right now. If you're watching on YouTube from our fourth anniversary on the Michigan sports network live broadcast, also his voice across uh, the huge radio network and our 14 stations connected to the Michigan Sports Network. Uh, your partnership. Uh, I've had a longtime partnership with Soren Eagle, some of the best people I've ever worked with. Uh, you now have partnered with the Eagle Sportsbook app. Tell me about that partnership in year one. Well, Eagle Casino and Sports, um, they've been wonderful. I've worked with uh, the Eagle, uh, Soren Eagle uh, Casino and Resort for some years. I've been there as a, a player who's come back and done a lot of their Super Bowl parties over the years and just been a wonderful relationship through and through with all the members, all the team members, uh, the entire franchise. And uh, for me to be able to be a, an ambassador for their sports book app and also for the Eagle Casino and Sports um, part of their, their business, it's been fantastic. Uh, they, if anyone knows them, not only are they one of the largest um, that are out there in the country uh, in, the, in that spot in the gaming industry, but they also... Uh, provide such an enormous amount of entertainment and their team is so personable uh, when you're there. So it's, it's like family to me and being able to represent them means a lot because I think they align very well, not only with my brand, but with each other's mission uh, and also in our community give back. Hey, man, I feel like uh, Raul and the crew are family. Uh, they give back 
uh, not only to the tribe, but to give back to Michigan and their big supporters of sports all around the state and the partnership you now have uh, with the Eagle Casino and Sports app. People can download it, experience it. I hear your voice all the time on the huge show. I'm like, that's Herman Moore. I go, every once in a while, he has to be watching TV going, Barry, how do we not go to a darn Super Bowl? Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I always look at it and I, I see those players. And in fact, I, I was going to tell some people I'm going to be bringing back a lot of nostalgia from the 90s. And it's not to just make people forget about what's going on now, but it's just to remind us that uh, we, we've had some tremendous talent. But now is the time to really get behind this team, because I think they are our next best chance and our next best opportunity for Super Bowl. And I'm very, very excited about this, this young, talented team. Very excited about the head coach. And for Barry and I and Chris Spillman, this will be in Lomas Brown, all the guys that are still around. We will enjoy their success as if it's our own. Yeah, Lomas comes on the huge show. Good friend of the Michigan Sports Network, and he speaks highly of you. Herman, I know you're a busy man. Uh, on behalf of the huge show, the Michigan Sports Network, the Collaborative Lab, and also your friends uh, from the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app, thank you so much for stopping by. It's always a pleasure. You guys do a fantastic job, and thank you very much for representing our state well. I yeah, thank you, it. Herman, man. Look at that. I'm bonding with Herman Moore, with Lomas Brown. He said that I'm like a brother to him, like Barry Sanders, Bill Simonson, BS, Barry Sanders, BS. Thank you, Herman. Pleasure. And that was uh, Herman Moore from our fourth anniversary on the Michigan Sports Network video live statewide show about six weeks ago at the fantastic Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park, and I'll be with Herman and Devin Gardner on stage being the MC slash host for the biggest NFL draft party in the state one week from Thursday night starting at 7 p.m. at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub inside the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net Breaking Benjamin in Grand Rapids with special guests Bush and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com Get tickets now. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can. 
seltzer made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit MichiganPoliceChiefs.org and find out. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan, wrapping up a live Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Tigers won their opener makeup doubleheader day in downtown Detroit. 4-3, Kerry Carpenter had a walk-off homer in the bottom of the ninth, and the Tigers currently lead in the second game, 1-0 in the top of the eighth. That was the third straight walk-off for the Tigers. I like the young bats. I really do. I'm not seeing a lot of great young arms. Boyd did pitch well in that win today. So it's good to see the Tigers win. I'll tell you, when the Tigers wings, Pistons, Lions, or Tigers are winning, it's just a different vibe. Really, look at how the sun shines. There was no sun before that game. Now the sun's shining. It's beautiful. (laughs) Now, if you have missed any interview, any hour, any huge opinion, any show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. I do want to check in with all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You're home for the $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket with Fries. Weekday afternoons, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m., Monday through Friday, at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You'll find the brands in Bay City if you're listening on 100.9 FM. Brands in Holland if you're tuning in on WHTC. I'll be US 31 and James. Brands in Caledonia, just south of Grand Rapids, at 100th in the Bell Line. If you listen on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Johnny Brands in Granville, just west of GR. Johnny Brands on Leonard off of US 131. And also Mike Brand Sr. has the Brands in Cascade, just east of GR, and Mike Brand Jr. and Liz Brand Stegeheis and Sean Stegeheis do a great job with the locations in Bay City and Caledonia. Six ninety nine, huge steakhouse burger 
with fries. $6.99 for lunch, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. At all Brands locations. For the one close to you, go to Brands.com. And if you can't make it out, you can order up all your favorites for takeout or delivery. Just go to Brands.com. That is Brands.com. I was just watching that uh, Tiger game. They're up one zip. It's gone to the top of the eighth. Can they sweep the Indians? And then they're back at it tomorrow afternoon in downtown Detroit. Now, if you are traveling throughout the state and you want to find your local radio station that carries the huge show, check the list out at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.